Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Comedy Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And I'm Nia. Thank you for joining us on this spring evening as we gift you another minty soda. We hope that you drink your water, wear your mask, and sunscreen. Also, babe, it's really polleny outside, so if you need to take a pop of Claritin, a Benadryl, make sure you got tissues in your pocket, your nose will be runny. Because, bitch, when I say it's yellow outside, it's yellow outside. Um, Today, we're going to bring you a mini soda. We were feeling a little nostalgia, a little nostalgic, and so we're going to be talking about 2000s variety shows for those of you who don't know what a variety show is a variety show according to this wikipedia is a form of television entertainment that was developed in the 19th century in europe and the united states and adapted from staged television in the 20th century in the late 20th to 21st century they decreased in the europe and u.s but asia baby was just like oh no bitch we're enjoying this shit so we're going to take it and run with it and variety shows are usually composed of stunts performances skits quizzes comedies and all of that they star case idols comedians celebrities athletes you name it babe that's what variety shows do and as your very favorite korean variety connoisseur um we're going to be talking about crazy variety shows from 2000s um our favorite variety shows if you haven't listened i did a my favorite variety shows 2021 go hop over to that episode just for y'all just to like show my credentials i am currently watching 11 different variety shows and I don't think that, and I'm probably missing a few of them, but yes, ongoing 11 variety shows is what I'm currently doing. <laughs> and then, um, oh, I'm definitely missing like two on here. So it's probably more than 11. It's probably like close to 15 on and off. Um, I do speak fluent Korean, so I don't need subtitles. Amen. Um, <laughs> this is your sign to go learn Hangul. Um, Hangul. But um, yes, um, I will do my quick how i got into korean variety shows it's so funny because how i got into korean entertainment in general was very hilarious um i started with movies i watched movies and then i watched dramas and then i was watching variety shows and then last but not least i got into k-pop so i've been in the game since like my mdl profile says 2014 i want to say 2014 um since then and you know there's no going back i literally before we started recording this, I was watching um, my new favorite variety show, which is Let's Play Soccer. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. But it's just, like, athletes from, like, national, like, Olympians from different sports coming together to play soccer. I Do I watch soccer in real life? No. <laughs> Have I ever been a sports girly? Absolutely not. But you give me celebrities playing soccer, am I going to watch it? Yeah. <laughs> probably so that's what i do every weekend it's one of my favorite shows um marion how did you get into variety shows or what was your first variety show do you um, watch them on a weekly basis my first variety show is the very popular running man um mm-hmm. still watching it um i don't know if i watch it on a weekly basis i do this thing where because i'm into korean media my youtube is mostly filled with korean recommendations and mm-hmm. I'll just watch, I'll be I'll be looking at something, I'll be like, hmm, that thumbnail looks funny, and I'll just click on it and watch it, which is how mm. I get into, um, sometimes I watch, I don't, do I watch, I don't know if I watch variety shows or I watch reality shows. You know what I mean? Same like, thing. It's okay, the same category, yeah. <laughs> because I tend to watch like more of um, when they put actors to run restaurants or hold like little, mm-hmm. smaller hotels, I'll watch... Um, mm-hmm. What is that? Uh, My little old boy with all the older actors. Musea, yes. like I watch clips of Musea all the time. I don't even intend to, but here I am every right. week watching it, and then um, no. and running. And then the, the Musea spinoff. Dorsey oh, girl, Brian. yep. And you know, <laughs> I the Musea spinoff is never subbed, but I just click on. Let me let me let me just get a little bit of what I can understand because it's not on Vicky. It's not on Vicky. Oh. The spinoff? I don't think so. I know Musea. Oh is Mule but I don't, is, yeah. yeah not the spinoff but those tend to be the ones that i'm really into okay what about you nia what was your first variety show do you watch them on a weekly basis how do you feel about it um okay thinking back i mostly got into variety shows because of k-pop so mm-hmm. i was introduced to like k-pop and k-dramas around the same time and since i followed a lot of older groups like tvxq at the time 
like I was a heavy Cassiopeia for real, for real. I and they were on so many shows that are now canceled now, but like they yeah. were on a lot of popular shows back in the day. And so I got really into like that Whiplash type show that Shinwa was also on. I was obsessed with it because I was not Whiplash, Whiplash. Wipeout. Wipe out, wipe my bad. Out. Wipe out. Oh, okay. I, I don't like, know what it the whiplash. <laughs> the wipeout, like the the I guess the similar like obstacle course wipeout yeah. style variety show that a lot team. of yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah. my <laughs> shit. Um, I also liked watching X Men a lot back in the day. Yes, um, it would crack me up. And then um, I really I think the ones that I would look at if it all now are like the one that Marin mentioned where the actors will go to certain countries and like eat food mm-hmm. and like, or start mm-hmm. a restaurant. I like those. Um, but I have not watched, actually, that's a lie. I watch knowing bros when there's an idol group that I know mm-hmm. or actors that I know that are on there. So, mm. yeah. So that's you're more like guest based. Like you don't. Yes. Okay, I'm not okay, someone okay. who will watch like a show for, mm, like how do you put it? Like I don't really watch the show the regularly. Cast, like, right yeah, now. that's it. Oh, that's actually a lie. I used to watch Hello Counselor. I don't know why I, I was obsessed oh, with that God. show. It was, very pro- it was very problematic. Very but cold. I was very. <laughs> but I liked that show. I was like I couldn't stop watching it. So that's yeah, I used I to watch. That's that's the KBS TV World packet. Hello Counselor, Happy Together. You know, um, <laughs> I just realized I remembered um, what I was obsessed with when I was younger. Is gag concert girl? I used to. Yes. Oh, yeah. I used to watch gag. No, listen. <laughs> rest in peace to gag concert. It no, ended like real. last year, last year or something. But when I first got like gag concert was a great way for me to learn what um Korean comedy was. Yeah. And so like if you're getting into like if you want to learn about like Korean um culture or if you want to like understand the jokes more and not just laugh when the people on screen laugh, <laughs> I highly suggest you watch comedy shows cuz like they like have cuz comedy the major root of comedy in Korea is skit shows whereas America it's stand up. Um and so skits are like these scripted things, but they're funny because the the com- comedians usually ad lib, which makes it even more hilarious. And so gag concert, um, oh, what is the NBC one? NBC comedy, it's comedy, comedy big league? show. I think com- yeah, comedy league yeah. is funny. Sometimes they have subtitles, but those are shows that can like really show you what this culture finds hilarious. It's usually like play on words and Especially dad jokes. like um if you find that once there used to be like three because it would be what 15 skits in an hour long or maybe more yeah yeah there yeah would be like three of them that i would find genuinely funny and i'll be and Hilarious. you would think watching the same skit week after week would be boring nope mm-hmm. <laughs> was my favorite is dugan dugan from kbs from a uh, gag concert when or, they like, the ones yeah go ahead oh yeah when they have like the romantic ones or like it was like yeah what was mm-hmm. his name he was like Kim Kill Gee oh, or something girl, I like remember. I used to know the comedians' names and faces, and I would watch the skits. I would watch that. I would watch Hello Counselor. I watched Happy Together when they were cooking. Happy Together oh. season three was a good spot when it was in the sauna because they yeah. would do like the celebrities bring out um like cooking and stuff like that, and that <laughs> was always hilarious and funny. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of different type. Well, there's different types of variety shows. So you have like observational variety shows, which are very popular now. It's like we're gonna film these um celebrities or these regular people doing something, and then you have a cast yeah who watches and commentates, which is very YouTube based. Like it's like a reactionary show. We have audition programs, which are super popular with young audiences, but even older audiences. Girl, I tuned into Mr. Trot. Um. <laughs> that was i was in deep with mr trot because i love um korean traditional music but the men are fine and they can sing i'm just like of course i'm gonna watch two hours of men singing (laughs) of course i'm gonna do that i watched mrs trot too you know they have what pd 101 and all of these other stuff and you have love variety shows which i think are very interesting because in america it's more like reality shows we're like we're gonna put these people in the house we're gonna see if they fuck and a lot of these shows are like love and like it's kind of games and shit I, i'm pretty sure y'all watch singles inferno on netflix but there are a ton of different love variety shows there was one that i watched called um men's daughter or something like that let me just keep my my drama list up. <laughs> um but um <laughs> it's where celebrities would watch their daughters go on dates or like watch it with their boyfriends 
that's such an odd concept for, I guess, I feel like for a lot of people, but I enjoyed it. I watched all of the married couple, like, celebrity married couple shows, same uh-huh. bed, different dreams. Um, uh, there was another one called My Wife's Taste, which was great, which I loved. And then you have um, food shows, which are like mukbangs or cookbangs, they call them. So mukbangs are the ones where people like eat. And that's kind of like um, mashin and nyosakte, delicious guys, where they like, it's for... It's four comedians who are known for eating well. They just like go around the country eating the best food. There's um, that um that Star's Top Recipe on KBS is really popular. Um food show. I don't the name doesn't sound familiar, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um because I've watched y'all, I've there's you can name a variety show that's pro- <laughs> I've probably watched. <laughs> I've probably watched it. Um but yeah, so like even if I scroll to, let's see, South Korea TV shows. I think you have travel shows, which I think have been popular over the last two years. I feel like, um, whatchamacallit, Samshiseki, Three Meals a Day, really turned yeah. the key. That and Traveling Grandfathers, Grandfather was over Flower, turned the key for, like, getting actors on variety shows. Baby, when I tell you, <laughs> the yeah. it's so funny to me, because, like, the Korean, the Korean celebrity space, Hollywood is very segregated. <laughs> it's so segregated oh, in classes. I also, listen, I also, I honestly think it's getting better because I remember back in the day, just like mm-hmm. a, a sniff of an actor on a show, and everyone would act like, like a deity themselves has arrived on set. Bruh. Like they, they would treat Day? actors. Gorilla Date. Yes. Oh, oh, <laughs> Have y'all seen Gong Yu's Gorilla Date episode? Yes, like, I've watched like, them all. Were, I used to eat those up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they would the actors on variety shows was so rare back in the day. So mm-hmm. I feel like now they're I guess I also think it could be a generational thing. Like the younger actors don't feel that kind of pressure. Air yeah, or that air like they have to uphold some sort of actor standard anymore. So Yeah, because it's this it's this very weird thing that is like idols are at the bottom tier because nobody thinks they're talented. And then you have, like, comedians, because nobody, there's a lot of them, people don't know them. Like, if you're an actor in Korea, people, like, even now, people, like, say, oh, he looks like an actor. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> but, like, after watching so much stuff for so long, you get what they're saying. When they say, like, they're, like, they act like an actor, they look like the actor, they have, because they say peusang, and it's just, like, acting, like, face, or, like, acting, like... It's a very weird concept when you first hear it, but like even but girl, I you say it's getting better, which I do believe. But when Mama put all of the performers in cars and then had all the actors who were just presenting awards inside, I'm like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) Also, when when singers perform at acting shows, the listen, those are those are traumatic. Like I listen, Hyorin's performance. Shout out to Hyorin. But when she performed Dolly at the award at the Actors Awards, I said, "Oh, who did this to my sister? Who did really? this to my sister? Why did they greet? Who who said Hyorin performed Wait, here? They like the set her up so. Bad. They set her up so bad. And it's the fact that um, it's the fact that idols have to make an an effort to like call actors' names to get them to react. I'm like, bitch, y'all are not like I don't understand no, it. And I get a lot of actors are very introverted. And they're not used to being on camera like that. But I'm like, all you gotta oh, do is smile to be, and clap. No, it smile has to clap. be like the culture or around um the actor award show because those actors that be going to the variety show award shows, suddenly they're different. Suddenly they're clapping and everything. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. bring the energy there because it's dry. It's it, and it's, also it's weird because like I that you think it's like their pressure at those specific award shows because other older actors are like super strict like because to me i'd be watching some of these actors on variety shows and they're silly and they're like they have that oh there were some actors that would go on law of the jungle and i'm like okay where was this personality at the whole time (laughs) like but then when they go to those settings they're all like i can't smile how dare i I don't know i don't know if it's like a nunti a nunti thing like nunti like being like aware of how other people perceive you so like they're trying to just they're just not willing to like let loose for a Mm -hmm. second i don't know Mm -hmm. it was very weird but yes i've watched so many variety shows um my favorite genre of variety show right now is mysteries the great escape Mm -hmm. i need y'all to watch i need y'all to watch the great escape or girls mystery high school um 
club. Oh, Tori, did did you mention, um, I don't mean to cut you off, but did you mention like idol variety shows? Like, especially, I wouldn't call them a thing now, but like, like Star Golden Bell, Oh My School. But even then, those weren't necessarily, the only reason they were a lot of idols was because that was the only place that idols could go out to. I wouldn't call it an idol Mm. variety show as much as, because idols were on everything in the 2000s. Right. Um, Yeah, but they were literally on everything and everywhere. Um, so, cause there was like, cause variety shows were like, well, we need people who are going to be funny and let loose. And so they would call singers and, you know, comedians to come out on the show. But now that kind of has changed more. There's still majority of people who are on variety shows are comedians or personalities or something like that. But I wouldn't call like Star Golden Bell or even... I mean, there's definitely idol. idol movie, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't because they weren't considered like idol shows. They were just variety shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got what. But I guess what I mean is like shows that predominantly idols would typically go on. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is a show that 90 percent of the guests are going to be idols. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But in the, I mean, in the early 2000s, that was all of them. There wasn't a specific like, yeah. like they were everywhere. The only place idols weren't on were like. They were everywhere. Like, <laughs> Lee Hyori was like a yeah. main MC for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I just, I, I guess in my mind, I kind of categorize like the, mm-hmm. the, besides like taking out Idol Weekly, like a Star Golden Bell, because I usually that you get like first gen idols sitting on the left, mm-hmm. like some comedians on the right, and then all the, like the second gen idols in the middle, and then like maybe some more comedians, but like it was mainly like the main cast. Yeah, I, I guess think was when idols? you compare it to the current variety makeup of who comes out on shows, it could seem like an idol show because there are now shows where only idols come out. Like Idol Weekly was specifically for idols. Um, all of the yeah. idol, like all the idol company based made shows, are like idol variety shows where there's no other guest on them. So I think it's become mm. a category on its own now. But yeah. in the two thousands, it was just like they were just part of the celebrity circle. So like if you were going to mm. do a variety show, you 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 do you weren't thinking oh we need an idol on the show we're like oh we're gonna get this person because they're funny does that make sense gotcha no it makes sense yeah yeah so um with that long introduction we're going to talk about some iconic variety shows um the one okay you know what let's start with the child rearing shows hello baby (laughs) iconic never never (laughs) the same always totally unique we love to see it I honestly don't think you could do an entire season worth of that show now. Like some idols do like you a don't? theme um where they have like in their own show like Monster X for like X-ray, they had a theme where they would like be daycare workers for like an episode or two. But to have an entire show of idols taking care of children, I don't know. Oh, it was amazing. But to- it was Listen, great. It was they- great then, but I don't know yeah, if you yeah, do yeah. it now. It was great then. Um for well, those of you who don't know, hello baby. <laughs> Hello Baby was like a show where they would let me it was in black, it was shiny, it was Chanel's day. Um Listen, can I fan girl for a second? Who, oh yeah, okay. One second. The people who kicked it off yeah, though sorry. was um G O D Yuga Argi, which is like baby caretaker. And so they did this whole show where G.O.D. was not popular. They were making no money. They were poor as fuck. <laughs> JYP was on the brink of bankrupt. <laughs> and they went on the show and became the nation's boy group. So you got Aegi, if you type like G.O.D., you got Aegi, and it's like it's clips of it comes up. It was like, because this this was during first generation where first gen idols were like supposed to be really mysterious. Like all the entertainment companies were all their bullshit about making, um, first gen idols very untouchable and then got god went on this show they were barefaced no makeup no <laughs> clothes they were like losing sleep taking care of this child <laughs> so yeah go ahead listen i just wanted i didn't mean to interrupt but i'm so excited because this good. is like this is top 10 out of 10 idol any variety show period that i think <laughs> like because i truly was not an in black stand until i saw their hello baby i said mm. oh this is now they're they're doing something here listen the snsds shinies the fact that the, the little kid that shiny raised still like messaged them on instagram sometimes mm-hmm. i'm like this is this is what we need idols don't have the, it like because the way it would work is like these kids would kind of their parents would drop them off kind of and they would be going to like their schedules with these kids so it's like 
working parent vibes and I love mm-hmm. it. It's like their music shows and they have the kid and then they come back off stage and then they take the kid to eat and it's like, oh, this is what I love to see. <laughs> and it feels, and like, I know sometimes like it probably wouldn't work with the way things are right now, but like, I feel like whoever gets the idea to do something like that they're gonna hit big i know they will because that one thing that stays consistent with k-pop fans is that they want to see idols being cute with their with children kids. you know yeah. the thing the only thing i think it wouldn't be popular is i think it would be popular amongst idol fandoms i don't think it would actually get on a tv show because nobody's trying to have kids in south korea in the current climate so mm. it's not really appealing anymore, like parenthood, because like people are like, I don't have the money to raise a child, so why do I want to watch That's rich true. people play to raise a child, you know, on television? So I think it might get a lot of criticism, but yes. So Marion, have you ever seen Hello Baby? No, not really. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. I remember Sister Lee Tuck, like, taking care of a child was funny. I remember watching Shiny and Tiara's with the Moon Kids. The babies, Basin, yes. Maven, and Maiden. Yeah, it was, that was crazy. But yeah, babies, th- that's, it. I don't think they can do that again, honestly, Nia. I think, <laughs> I think idols who do it like as a theme for an episode or two mm-hmm. are really good at it. But that whole like taking a kid to like, <laughs> the only around, um, yeah. I told you this, um, Tori, but the only time I ever saw, I didn't even watch it, I just really knew of it, of a celeb taking care of somebody was Junjun's show where he took a took care of four high school girls and became a father for them. Oh, because yeah. they were like, Wait, what? Yeah, if you type in Junjun's high school girls, you can find clips of it on YouTube, and he had to take care of these girls. And I think at the time, he because there's a clip with shiny and they're at one of the music award shows not music awards one of the like music bank or whatever show so it might have uh-huh. been during his solo career part but that's the only thing i knew and even that concept is a little like yeah. why are we not making this 28 year old 2008 that's how <laughs> did he that adopt them? like did he no them? they they were like four i think the description is like they were delinquent girls or whatever and he just became like a father figure for them oh wow that's that's hilarious. <laughs> that's, wild. that's hilarious. Listen, I to me, I'm gonna go out on a limb. If like an mm-hmm. idol group uh, like actually legally adopted a baby, that would be interesting to see. But I know that's probably never going to happen. But like, no, what, that would be. It feels illegal. It feels yeah, like it people would just be like, "Why are you doing that on television?" <laughs> yeah, that's very true. No, that would be insane. Um. So yeah, those were all crazy. Hello, baby was, um, insane to me but it was fun it was fun because it was just like it was you got to just see them in a light that you never thought you would see them before so yeah ah yeah um watching monster x's once from x-ray though were cute because the kids are just like immediately in shonu's arm shonu acting like a whole father i'm like listen (laughs) god if you just sent me a copy of him i'd be thankful um and then you had there's this other show that i found called chumugi unda I've never heard it before. Did y'all watch the clip where I said screaming, crying, throwing up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the girl saying? She looked like she was eating him up. <laughs> she, it was, okay, so this is a thing called, it's called Chumoki Unda. It was on KBS2. It was part of Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday was this thing where it was this big thing on television on Sunday night. And then it was NBC's um, Sunday night, KBS's Happy Sunday, and SBS's Good Sunday. And it was like the the representative variety shows of South Korea. So you had One Day's Two Nights, you had um, The Return of Superman, Qualifications of Men, Immortal, immortal Songs, which is Baby, she ain't gone yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> And so, you know, like Running Man and all of that stuff like that. And so this was a part of that show at the beginning. It was like in 2005, um, but it was high school kids and you would call these high school kids and they would stand in this boxing ring and they would wear boxing gloves and they would just call each other out on shit. And this clip that I found is of a girl calling out a guy. He's like, when you came over my house and you stole my underwear, I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. That was the whole conversation. She's like, you stole my underwear, you pervert. You're going to apologize. And so I was sitting here like, is this serious? Are we getting illegal? And it was like, he stole her underwear and it took funny pictures in it. And so 
<laughs> if you scroll towards the end of the video, the picture comes up. And I'm screaming because she's calling him out in front of the entire school body, in front of the principal, in front oh of all God. the teachers. <laughs> oh, my. She said, well, they're not going to do shit, so I will. I'll embarrass you. <laughs> right. And so it was funny AF. And so it was only on for a year. And they sometimes would call out the teachers and stuff like that. But I was like, y'all were coming up with the most wildest shit. Some of the wildest shit. And speaking of wildest did shit. Y'all, okay, go ahead, Mary. Go ahead. Did y'all watch um, Gorilla Concert? Yeah, yes. Girl. I used to live for God. that show. It could never happen today, though, because social no. media. But back in the day, that was that must have been... Which did you see I've the Shinwa episode? The Shin, that's the only one I've yeah. seen. I yeah. know other groups. Didn't two PM do it too? Shinwa, two PM. Um, I feel like a bunch they? of people did it. I think two PM yeah. did Gorilla Concert. Yeah. God did it. Ses did yeah. it. Rain did it. Um, Click B did it. Shinwa did it. It's insane. The idea of going to a city, telling telling people hours before, can you please to come to our concert? And hoping that what ten thousand people would pop up? Oh no! Yep. <laughs> Listen, no, that to was test your popularity, right? But it was crazy because a lot of entertainment companies would not tell their idols how popular they were. Like I have mm-hmm. listened to so many first gen idols come on, like Knowing Brother and other shows. It's like they wouldn't tell us like how popular we were, and so they. I don't know if it was a tactic to to make sure that like their heads didn't get big and make sure they continue to work hard, but it's also manipulative tactic. A manipulative tactic so that the the singers rely on the company more but like going out on a gorilla concert and seeing just how many people will show up for you after like three hours of announcing it that's a that's like a a true like you're this big right Mm -hmm. yeah so gorilla concert was um, hilarious if you didn't reach your numbers you didn't perform that's devastating Listen, anything similar to that now have idols crying, sobbing. Oh, God. No. Okay. Do we want to move on to... Let's move on to hidden camera shows. Oh, my God. Tori, this link, <laughs> that, I said, I, what? what is this? What's going on here? I, now, we have hidden camera shows. We have prank shows, like the Ashton Kusher get pranked pranked and all these other shows and all the other stuff the hidden camera shows in korea though baby were on a different level they were they were pranking normal people first okay let's do celebrities first i've watched so many super junior hidden pranks (laughs) 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 bless bless up to like the tvxq shinwa and suju fandoms for always subbing shit because i was on like live journal and all that stuff looking for subtitles like if it wasn't for them i feel like our sub community would be much more smaller but they they're ogs and the amount of super junior videos of them just like pranking each other that they're about to break up and fight and shit like that god seven their prank shows on youtube they get you every time and listen like, the one where you come cried i said why are y'all doing this to the baby why are why and it kills me child. because bam bam and you give are the same age and i'm like how does he not get pranked <laughs> <laughs> but like so it's like this hidden cameras in korea are like we're going to hide all the cameras and we're going to do the situation and record this person's genuine reaction right and so i found i was looking up like legendary variety show clips and i found this show it's called it's called Hey, hey, hey. It's called a real sitcom, Hey, Hey, Hey. I think it was on SBS. And it's this clip of this prank where they have two best friends who are girls, right? And the girl has a boyfriend. And they're like, the boyfriend's phone rings and it's a particular ringtone. And then the best friend's phone rings, it's the same ringtone. And then the boyfriend gets up. They take pictures together. Like in the first one, the girl, I was crying in the first one because they took Polaroids together with the boyfriend and the best friend. And he's all close to her, all cuddled up. And he takes it with his girlfriend. He's straight face. And she's like not mad at him. She's just like, oh, why are you not sweet to me? And I was like, y'all have great personalities, bitch, because I could never. <laughs> and so. <laughs> And so then the boyfriend gets up and leaves and the best friend's like, oh, my boyfriend's going to come. And so then when the boyfriend walks back, the the girl who's getting pranked is like, oh, babe, her boyfriend's going to come. Oh, my God. And he sits next to her and he's just like, I have to tell you the truth. And they open up their shirts. They have a couple tees. I was like, 
I would have lost my mind. The first girl was so sweet, and she was just like, I'm going to lose my... She's like, I can't look at y'all. I'm going to lose my f- best friend and my boyfriend. I can't do this. And the second girl who was all hip hop up, I was ready for her to slap a bitch. I was really ready for her to pop off. But she she, she kept dogging her boyfriend. You know he ain't shit, right? She's like, are you really going to go back to college? Do you... She's like, she's like, fine. People will... People will pity me because I got cheated on, but you're finna be a you're finna be the 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 heifer, the homewrecker. Are you really finna do this for this nigga? I was like, damn. <laughs> Did y'all get back together after? <laughs> what was y'all reaction to it? Because I was my jaw was on the floor. <laughs> I don't was that I watched the clips and I don't remember that one on the link that you gave me. Oh, okay. It's called Hidden Camera Show Real Sitcom. Oh, uh, you'll have to watch it um uh, after we get done. But did you watch it, um, Nia? I watched. Yeah, I wa- mostly watched it. Um, it was wild. I was, <laughs> and the fact that they're because it's like regular people. I'm like, this is this yeah. is different. That's crazy. It is so crazy because like, why are they so good at acting? Like, cause you know, like yeah. if y'all tried to pull the shit on me, I'm like, you're fucking with me. You can't keep a straight face. <laughs> like, what are you doing? The fact that the friends are able to like pull this shit off, and then the girl who's getting pranked believes them. I'm like, God damn! And you hear the you hear the 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 MCs just watching, and they're just like, oh, she has such a great personality, a great personality. Y'all are <laughs> fucked up. I'm like, I understand pranking celebrities or whatnot because that's like the a part of the price you pay for being a part of the the entertainment but regular people bitch i was like on national television she was dogging the fuck out of him she's like he oh she's like he doesn't wash his ass he always picks his nose i was like oh oh then we have to talk about the legendary set kiss hidden prank Oh my god! Was this even a prank? It was so cruel. This evil. evil. (laughs) (laughs) My man was crying. He was like, "Listen, he was gone." So, Sekis is a first generation boy group. Um, if you know who Ng1 is, he's the leader of that group. They did a prank. So, first of all, first gen idols and second gen idols were always doing dangerous shit. Didn't Shinwa do a show? for like months where they were just back flipping off of like a tower yeah. where it was like um, yeah. bungee jumping. Yeah, bungee jumping. <laughs> they were bungee jumping, parachuting, all this other crazy shit. Like, let's go Dream Team and all that other shit that can definitely get them hurt. Junjin got a concussion from Dream Team and then continued, didn't even take a break. Right, he continued back. to do the fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> and so there was this cf or like a commercial they were shooting and they were parachuting was that it or something like this and they literally had g1 laid out on the floor and the entire staff was acting like he died and his members are crying bitch like shedding tears they're like what the fuck is happening what the fuck is going on like they were like they were like for real for real crying like they have a bruise on this man's head um and they're like sobbing like they had to like pull some of the members back because they were trying to wake him up and it was a fucking prank and i said why are we causing people why are we giving people ptsd no for real don't talk to me for the rest of the day this is not funny. <laughs> you making me think you died that i am holding yeah. on to your dead body no that was just no. evil like there's a line and they went they jumped over the line into like oh this is this is this is a little this is too much for yeah. television for I think that's, no. Yeah, I think that's why they stopped doing a lot of um, hidden camera shows because people the the broadcast station was trying to up each other, and I'm sure fans saw this set kiss one and was just like, "Are y'all fucking kidding me?" <laughs> for laughs, for giggles, for jokes, <laughs> I was like, "Y'all are out of your mind, <laughs> out of your minds," and so those are like legendary shows and things like that and then can we just talk about hello counselor for a second i'm embarrassed to say that i used to eat it up i'm sorry i I did years later i'm right there with you (laughs) i used to eat it up because it was only one of the shows that would come out with regular subtitles and so you get to like watch it and fully understand but baby they were making 
people would come out come on the show with real real problems so hello counselor was a show on kbs where you would have um the cast sit on stage and it was like two comedians two radio hosts um and then they would bring on guests and like 2pm went on the show b2b went on the show b2b actually got really popular after pino went on the show and he talked about himself balding but what um basically happens is a person comes on stage and they talk about the situations happening in their life and their family or friends or the person who is perpetuating the situation is in the audience and wasn't the whole point of the show to figure out if the person was right like it was like reddit am i the asshole like yeah. <laughs> and then you would win money at the end yeah you would win money if you were um if people voted to see that your problem was the most problematic <laughs> Yeah, and so it was it was a fucking lot, right? It was a fucking lot and there was so much This show went on to 2019. Really? That was crazy. Yeah. Cuz some of the problems would be like, oh, I don't know, what's something lighthearted that happened? Um like there's like a girl who um ate ice yeah and her husband was concerned yeah. that she ate ice <laughs> and so like and then they would hit you with that and then the next would be a 10 year old girl talking about how her family treats her as like oh an adult like she does all the cooking and cleaning yeah. nobody like treats her like a child i'm like these are two these should not be on the same show they're there's two totally different problems and so um you know husbands that treat their wives horribly are making them cook after they just given birth and all this other shit but i think the reason the show got canceled was the scandal that happened was basically it was a guy who came on who says that he likes it was a child that was on stage mm-hmm. um who was talking about how his father likes to play with his genitals and he enjoyed making his face cry. Yeah, I think I remember he, that one. And he this because this was on DK 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 TV as well, um, where they talked about it. Like it might be because well, international fans saw this and they were like, "Why isn't this show canceled?" Because the um, I just put the link in the group chat, but we were like, "This is so fucking insane!" Because he like because he like he enjoyed making his kids cry. And he treats his wife horribly, but um. I know that there's like a cultural difference between that, but if your kid doesn't like it, that's traumatizing for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. in shock. I had no idea this happened. So they were like talking about suffering and abuse. And the worst part is that the, the counselors were just like, it's not a big deal. Or like, they, I'm like, this is the wrong place for this child. The fact that this child thought going on the show would help. Yeah. Yeah. And the father n- never took what his son was saying seriously. And so this started a lot of international fans being like, okay, we're done with the show. And it's crazy because this is not the first time like something significant like abuse has been like presented in a funny way on this show. And so, yeah, it was. And I think a lot of shows learned after that because now a lot of advice based TV shows have a professional on there. Yes. 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 That because I remember for years people were like, and this was years ago, they were like, "Why does not Hello Counselor have a professional on the show, mm-hmm. or at least point them to like professionals?" Because like they would just be giving yeah. the worst advice, and that's not they're not qualified to give advice for like abuse right. cases. And people like it's like on national television, they're just like, "Ha ha ha, it's okay." It's like, "Oh, your dad still loves you," or like it was like really minimization for the sake of television. And I'm so glad that most helpful, like most psychological programs now have certified doctors with years and years of experience on them. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, If we get to the athletic shows real quick, let's go Dream Team. I just specifically remember being like, why are we doing this again? (laughs) I specifically remember watching the shows because I used to watch it like, religiously because that was another kbs show that was always subbed (laughs) but like you watching your fave idols and shit like julian kong and um hoya from infinite and dojun from seguki idol and all these other people just out here being athletic for for television it's 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 like america it's like american is it ninja warrior the way they do the inflatables and stuff in america Where they run across the ridiculously hard set, like, yes, they made, yeah. 
yeah, popcorning and shit. But I just remember that I was like, let's go Dream Cute can never have a comeback because I remember when they did couples games and there was literally a game <laughs> where it was Chung Sung, it was Chung Sung from 2PM and Faye from Miss A. And f- the dudes had to hold on to a, a, a steel bar like above water and see who could hold on the longest. And Faye was wrapped around Chung Sung like a fucking um, monkey on a banana tree. And I was like... <laughs> And because we're second gen fans, we're like, oh, okay, cool. We've seen idols confess to each other, low key kiss, grind on each other on X Men and shit like that. And so that didn't face me. But I'm like, if a member of any popular boy group did this with another popular female idol, it would be chaos. <laughs> it would oh, be, yeah. and I'm sure there were some fans who didn't like it. But at the at the end of the day, we were like, we're used to a physical line that's not like romantic being okay in variety shows. <laughs> and so yeah, let's go. Dream Team was it was one of those shows like you didn't look forward to, but you watched it because <laughs> your face were on it. <laughs> um, speaking of grinding, X Men. X-Men was very fun. It was not a crazy variety show, but the dance, like the whole concept, I, girl, I have never watched Dating Letter, Yone Penzi before. And you know, the whole first season was just Shinwa, right? So I go look up an episode. Bitch, it's Shinwa, two other dudes, and one female celebrity. And they're just like doing whatever they can to get her to give them a rose and shit. Like they're doing heartbeat stuff, cringy words, dancing and shit. I'm like, what oh. is going on? Was this entertaining? I was, I was watching all this. I was like, oh my god. This, <laughs> this is an actual like dating show for right. these- It was so weird because it was like, at the very end there was a, if she picked them, they would have like a moment together, but it wasn't as if they became a couple because they would come right. back on the show. <laughs> they were on the show every week for months. <laughs> and, like, so your and then job season is just two. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. And then season two um was like it, it was like X-Men and Yone Penzi and they were like doing games and now there's like girl cast and it went on for forever. And so then like also X-Men with the whole like um be my partner, all the women have to dance in front of the men and shit like that. And I'm like, this is weird. The <laughs> games on X-Men were fun. Like the whole game of X-Men was basically just mafia, right? And yeah. so it's like it was hilarious, but like, why are y'all pop locking and dropping the toxic? <laughs> no, listen, to Mary, Mary, <laughs> I will never forget this. You know, is dancing as you know always is going to do. They're like, who in Dong Beng Shinki dances? Of course, they're going to pick you know because he's the main mm-hmm. dancer. And then they tell me why they put on Kiara Sheard. I said, who, do y'all even know who you're playing? I said, what's happening here? And like. You know the variety shows were eating up Usher's, yeah. They were like, how do we oh get a chance God. to play, yeah. Usher's, yeah. Britney's Toxic. <laughs> Which Beyonce song? There's one. Oh, so, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They would always play... And I'll never forget X Men. Also, they would do a game called Tayanaji, which is like Tayanaji, which of course, oh my god, he told all of he told clips from X Men had me dying. That man has he was like, <laughs> that man is so like uncouth. And like I remember watching. I probably remember watching like TVXQ on X Men and Shinwa on X Men and Super Junior because they were the ones that would sub them. And it was just, like, hilarious because they had to be, like, funny and witty and shit like that. And I'm, like, and um, Knowing Brother just did, like, an X-Men special the other day. And I was, like, oh, the nostalgia. He told us so happy. He's, like, can we do this every week? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was the last time that Kang Ho-dong and UJ Suck were on the same show, right? Yeah, yeah. they were never. Listen, <laughs> never, again. never again. Never <laughs> again. Never again. So th- it's crazy to watch that and to watch like Haha and Kim Jong Gook and the whole Yoon Hae love triangle and watching these people when they were like super yeah. young. So X Men was fun. Do you do y'all remember We Human Today? Dangerous Invitation. Okay, We Human Today was the one where they would. It's when they would sit the people in front of like a pool or they're like at a water park and they invite a celebrity a female celebrity guest and she would talk and if she did like a hand gesture or said a word they would pour water on them. 
see, I didn't realize that this game originated from this because TV show same. And um, I just recently watched B two B's one with Solar that they just did on their YouTube channel. So I didn't realize this is where it came from. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I realized that after people kept saying it like that, two PM did this with their manager on two PM show and things like that, and so that was kind of funny to me but there are a lot of dating variety shows and now more love variety shows are based on real couples mm-hmm. like there's one about people who are broken up and they're getting back together and meeting and you're just like oh okay there's one about divorced single people there's a lot about people who are just like married and there's another one who's like men who were doing the housekeeping now you can see all these couples in different like parts of their lives and things like that yeah. um but we cannot talk about <laughs> We cannot talk about love shows without talking about We Got Married. Y'all, that was a fever dream. This is how this whole idea for a podcast started. I was like, y'all, we really sat through how many years? How many years we got married on? 2008 to 2017, bitch. 2008 to 2017. These producers said, Okay, but what if we just make a reality show fan fiction? Like, <laughs> literally, just do that. Let's and, say, um, they literally years. said, let's make oh, Wattpad real. No, <laughs> real. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> Listen, I don't blame them. They were like, we got to get the bag somehow. And then like, fans ate it up. Yeah, I'm not going to act like I'm, I was better than this because I was not. Because I did <laughs> watch it. I did. I consumed it. I, but I will say, I didn't watch any of the popular ones i liked it when the older couples were together Same. than the, the younger ones really? I, I, yeah like, I like both. yeah let me explain what we got married so we got married was a korean variety reality show that paired up celebrities who pretended to be married couples <laughs> and completed various channel- channels together the show ran for four seasons and inspired several spinoffs including a global edition y'all this was motherfucking insane so season one we had like our our uh, the pilot was alex and jung Junyeon, which i think were really popular jung hyung dong like hyung dong from weekly idol the mc oh and wasn't he with taehyun no he was with saori saori was the oh, she's the japanese okay. woman who's like always um yeah um, Crown Jay and So and Young because they dated in real life, I think, and broke up or some shit. And you had Hong Kyung Min and Solby. And so they were like the first. Um, and you had Alex's shit. Did they change Alex's partner for the. Oh my God. So Alex was with somebody else for the pilot, but he had a different partner <laughs> on the first season. And then you had Andy and Solby, which was like, I know that's really popular. Um, additional couples that came and went were like. Uh, Hwani, Hwani, and Hwayubi, and then Marco. Who the fuck is Marco? A model in Sondambi. And then you had like, oh, Hyundong came back to be with Taeyeon in the additional yes. couples one. Listen, oh I knew. I was, like, I was like, I know he was with Hyoyoung because the girls were making fun of her. And like, I feel like they were, <laughs> I don't remember. It's been so many years, but like the, that pairing, I was like, now who set this up? Shin Song Rook and Kim Shin Young? I didn't know they were a couple. Shin Was Junjin and Lee Seung. I remember seeing them. Yeah, I remember all the Shinwa ones, like, were so funny. And then they moved on to season two, which had some our uh, a very famous couple, which was Jo Kwan and Gaian. (laughs) 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 This is where we get into things like Youngwa and Soyeon. Oh my god! This generation. Listen, this is when you get the shippers that will, will not stop oh. to this day. The shippers, you can't tell them nothing. They are here for thirty. Years, Every time Nikun goes to China, there is at least one Kun and I'm sitting here like, y'all are going to make me fucking scream. <laughs> Even now, there are people who still ship Youngwa and Soyeon. And I'm like, yes. bitch, this yes. died in like 2011. Can we please? They're never moving on, ever. Ever. And so you can only understand my fucking sadness 
when Woo Young also went on this show, and then Taekyung was also went on this show, wait, and then Chow Sung went on the international version, and I was like, was it Woo Young with the girl who's the actress now? Yes. Who's in business proposal? Park Se Young. Yes. Wow. Park Se Young. There's so many different couple. Like this is crazy to me. Jang Woo and Tiara's and Yitook and Kang Sora. Oh my god. Um, Y'all, do you remember the Taemin pop- one? Sorry. Taemin and Nan. But go ahead, Marin. I didn't mean to cut oh, you off. Yeah. I was going to say the very popular Sungjae and Joy. Boy, oh, oh, listen. I watched every, I watched every episode. Every episode. <laughs> every episode. I A lot of the, the ending ones, I watched so much. Sungjae and Kim Sung. Nam Go Min and Hong Jin Young were so fucking cute together. That was oh so good. Oh my god. <laughs> good I, yeah. I, uh, that's I, what I'm talking about. Really, when it comes to like one I kept up with was them because some of the like younger group, younger idols or actors mm-hmm. that were on here knew how to like work this thing around. The mm-hmm. older like actors were always like awkward in a way because they didn't know what to do. And that was cute mm-hmm. to me. Like yes. Joy and Sanjay knew what they were doing on that show. Oh, they know how to get the clicks, baby. They were they sure acting do. their asses off. I was like, and I was eating up every second of it. I was like, oh, not our little Sanjay, not our little Magne out here, out here with Joy, who I find pretty. But you know, there's actually one couple that actually didn't turn out to be real. That's um the singer Jung Sung Ti and Choi Jung Choi Jung In. Uh-huh. They've been like on Running Man and stuff like that, but they got they were paired up on the show. They're they're married now. <laughs> okay. Listen, oh. I feel like everyone wanted their faves to do that. Like, oh, if they go on, we got married. They're gonna get married in real life. It's like, um, no, no. no. All the actors, Kwak Shin and Kim So Yoon, I ate every single fucking episode <laughs> of that up. Eric and Solar ate that up. Jotai, oh, oh my god, these last few ones, I, Sung and, oh, uh, Sung Jae-dum's, yes. I yeah. fucking love Guktu and Sleepy. And I was like, why aren't they a couple? <gasps> that was a great couple. Oh, Sleepy yeah. They were, they, they were great. They were so good. Kong Young and Jung Sung, that was also fun. But yeah, they were on for, it was on for like nine years, y'all. It was an icon. an icon. You can never, I mean, we gotta, listen, is it kind of messy? Yeah. But like, Will I watch it again if it comes back? Absolutely. Oh like, my I'm god! Be seated. Can we do like actual people who were looking to get married? Because then, yeah, then this is like great rom com practice. I feel like if you went on, we got married. You got great like. Oh, I know what the fans like. We gonna do to do. But the shippers, y'all. Here's the thing. I will take this show, but y'all have got to stay away from my own bus <laughs> because I can't do it no more. I can't do it again. 2 p.m. has been on every single. The Chinese version has Chang Sung in it. <laughs> what? And then the global edition had Taekyung in it. And I just need y'all to just back off my babies because I can't. I, the 2 p.m. fandom cannot handle another. We got married situation. <laughs> I we can't do it. I cannot. If I the the visceral like. I want to, you know, the thing that 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 feeling where you're like, I just have to break something. That's every time I see a fucking Contoria sign, I, like, I just want to <laughs> break that shit in half. Cause you're you have to be sitting in the bucket of delusion if you're still thinking, <laughs> especially when Nikun and um what Tiffany were dating. I was like, y'all, it was fake. It was fake. <laughs> it's a job. It was a job. But yeah, I watched the Global Edition too because that was subbed on Drama Fever. Rest in peace to our homegirl who had the Heechul and Puff were so cute. Um, and then Taekyeon and Emma from... It was so funny because Emma liked Nick Kuhn and Nick Kuhn came to visit them and she was so excited compared to when she was with Taekyeon. And I was just like... <laughs> Not, the Not the drama. Not the drama. But yeah, We Got Married was a fucking fever dream. It's just, I don't. I mean, we have real we have real couple variety shows now, so I don't know if anybody will be ready for the Wattpadness of it all. Mm-hmm. 
But like, <laughs> I'd be down because even with We Got Married, there was like, I remember Beast or Infinite. They would have like variety shows and they would like wear the heart monitor. The girl would wear the heart monitor. So they would have to go and make the girl's heartbeat raise up. Do y'all remember that time? Where like a yeah, lot of boys. So, yeah. Where all like random shows are like, they had their own shows. Like, it was like probably on Infinite Showtime. And they would just like go. And this like actress is sitting at the table and they would have to make her heartbeat rise and shit like that. And so, woo, woo, we got married. Y'all, once. I can't, we skipped over what, in my opinion, is the best variety show I'd ever seen, which was Strong Heart. I oh, yes. watched, and I knew it was good because at the time that I got into watching Strong Heart, it had ended. And I went back and watched all three, I think, oh, seasons good. of it. I, oh, watched, so I watched all three seasons. Strong Heart was great. Strong Heart is a Korean talk show. Um, or a talk battle show, and it aired on yeah. Tuesdays during Kang Ho Dong and Lee Sung and all of the um, um, all of the Suju boys, and later Lee Dong Ho Dong Wook hosted with Shin Dong Yup. I forgot about that. Oh Ooh. yeah, but it was basically a show where celebrities would come on and they would just talk about their favorite stories, and whoever got the most like likes or hearts or shit like that, like one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was 20 guests telling an emotional, strong story to make people cry or laugh. The best storyteller wins the show. Um, Strongheart gives the viewers a chance to look into the lives of stars by listening to their stories. Um, many stars come on the show to stare their stories. Celebrities have used their time on the show to try to clear up rumors. I remember them episodes, bitch, where they would be <laughs> like, let's talk about the elephant in the room. But these were, you know what's also crazy, which I realize um, is not the norm anymore, but like shows like Strongheart and Star King filmed for hours y'all oh yeah star king star king was like filmed for like 12 hours a day with that many people on a show i'm not surprised but it's too long that's way too long and i'm pretty sure that 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 is like so not the norm anymore (laughs) like people like amazing saturday which is one of my favorite variety shows which is like the the variety show where you listen to songs and write down the lyrics and stuff like that yeah. Um, they film two episodes every recording day, so you, <laughs> you know, it's a whole different time. Oh, and but Running strong- Man, sometimes Running yes. Man starts and you can see the birds chirping, and then it ends and it's dark <laughs> yeah. outside. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, Running Man. I feel like Running Man, one day's two nights are the only shows that kind of do overnight stuff anymore, mm-hmm. or like, unless it's like a travel show or like a cooking show, like one of the TVN shows or stuff like that. But yeah, there's so many trends in and out of variety shows. Um, question: Is there variety? What one? Well, first question: If there was a variety show that you could have come back, which one would it be? I would say Strongheart because of the concept. Every mm-hmm. time they do one of those special little like lunar, lunar year like special, and it's like 15 different celebrities talking in some kind of show, it's always so funny. So mm-hmm. I would say Strongheart. What about you, Nia? Hmm. I actually might bring back X-Men because I really enjoyed that show. I a was lot. just um, about to say X-Men. Yeah. yeah and yes. then, but it's tied with like, I love chaos. So we got married. I want to see the fourth gen. St- I want to see people lose their minds. Like I'm, I'm not <laughs> trying to say I like chaos, but I like chaos. So I want to see it. Sometimes you just uh, have to be honest. The drama is entertaining. Sometimes it is. drama is very entertaining. And if you get some cute moments out of it, like oh, yeah. yes, you're like that, then it's worth it. Yeah. We got married is a uh, just for like personal reasons. But X-Men, I feel like X-Men would still do great now. Yeah. Like I don't even know why oh, it got yeah. canceled. Maybe it was just running too long. Maybe. And so the broadcast station was like, we need something new. <laughs> Cause after X-Men was Running Man. So like Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what's going to come after Running Man if Running Man ever ends or when it does end because they're yeah, eventually going to like the cast is going to get too old and nobody's like nobody's going to want to see a new cast in a Running Man format yeah I wonder who's like because not to be that person but like the, I've noticed since like even these older variety shows you had the same people sort of dominating hosts like oh, positions yeah. I wonder who is considered the next generation of like big variety Host? stars a lot yeah. of women are coming up, which makes me so fucking nice. proud. Like a lot of female comedians are like main MCs of shows now, which is really awful because a lot of if like the shift from like second to third gen or like between like the mid to early um two thousand like the mid two thousands like to now was that a lot of female older female comedians would just get, you know, kicked off shows and they were okay with it, but like they're not on shows anymore. Like happy together. They always replaced 
the female the 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 women guests or the women yeah. MCs. They never replaced the men or something like that. But now, like I feel like a lot of variety shows, like there's this um, variety show called or which is like um it's like a shocker show for women but it got super popular because the coaches who were men were also respecting the players and then it's so funny because there's another show that just came out called um witches basketball which is just like teaching women how to play basketball but the men are so fucking um but the basketball players who are the coaches their reactions to the women are not the same as the soccer players were to the women on the other show. And so it's a trend. They're getting a lot of more female-centered variety shows. A lot of female hosts do a lot of home shopping, which is something that we don't get to see. So they're always on TV. But they also do a lot of the observational shows, which I think mm-hmm. is astounding. Um, but as, like, main MCs, like, I don't know who's ever going to replace UJ Suck or oh, right. Kong Ho Dung. Like, I don't know if there's... JJ, to me, I feel like she has potential. JJ from mmtg oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah she's a great mc she has the energy for it she's smart and witty and she doesn't force her guests to do um stuff they don't want to which is very like an mc not mc but mz like a millennial gen z kind of thinking so i think people really like her um i feel like super junior is gonna end up taking up a lot of these roles lee tuck is everywhere <laughs> wow like that, just so it's probably gonna be like i that's crazy. So it'll be like the super junior. I can see it though. I can see Nobody that. Like is, he some pulls... of the older generation, I don't doesn't even know Lee Tuck is an idol. They know him. Yeah, as they don't. The, they know him as the MC guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. I I feel like that. I don't know. Out of the comedians, I feel like there's a lot of strong women candidates. Men candidates. Y'all aren't going to be better than you just hook or Kong Ho Dong or Shin yeah. Yup. So, like, I don't know what's out there for you. <laughs> but a lot of women comedians have, like, I feel like they've been putting themselves on the map um, and really showcasing, like, what they can do, which is, like, they're not easily replaced, which is really cool. So, like, I don't know. I don't, I honestly, someone would have to come out the woodwork to be like take over UJ Suck's spot. Right. I just I'm I'm my brain is like blank. Cause I can't think of anybody who's on that level of emceeing. Cause yeah. the, the thing about UJ Suck is not just that he's funny, he's a great host. The yeah. fact that he yeah. can do a show like How Do You Play? Um and a show like You Quiz and Running Man and Sixth Sense and That's really noticeable be- to me at Sixth Sense because it's yes. just it used to be just him and those four girls and I was like oh how is this chaos work? but he it's like mixes <laughs> in so well yeah he knows how to roll with the punches he, instead of making the cast match his style of emceeing yeah. he rolls with what the cast does. Jesse want to talk about her boobs? He's going to let her talk about her boobs. Her boobs. Oh, he's going to like, walk away and then come in and beg her to stop. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't feel... I feel like there's, like... I, the reason Kang Ho Dung almost fell off the map, like, is because he was so... You call it, like, a gunde, but he's, like, strict. Like, the, the senior-junior relationship. People were very scared of Kang Ho Dung for forever. Yeah, I can and see so, that. The fact that he changed is what saved him right he realized that oh i can't continue to be like this strict foreboding character i'm not gonna last long in this industry and so he changed up his image to being more cute and more subtle and letting his juniors shine more and so now he's he probably has a career for a longer amount of time Mm -hmm. i don't know because like even i don't know i just don't (laughs) i don't know who the only person I can think of is JJ. And out of dudes, though, mm, there's, like, comedians who are really great at being variety. Show, like, Sehun, like, the the, the young brothers, Young Sehun and Young Sehun, are mm-hmm. very good. But I don't know how their, their hosting skills are. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. They don't, they're not, like, an all-around host. Like, Yudish Talk is an all-around host. So, yeah but yeah those were crazy oh my last question before we wrap up is if you could create your own variety show is there something like a a concept you'd want to do for me i'd probably just like bring back an updated version of x-men with like the wipe out sort of combo 
thing mm. because I love I really like the optical course stuff even though it's more dangerous so it's not <laughs> great uh for like the people doing it but mm. um but I do love those like obstacle course type of things so I would probably yeah do, like, I've a combo always of both. I've always thought of like a laser tag special for like so like for Chuseok or something like something a little bit competitive but it's not that dangerous like I feel like laser right. tag would be fun or paintball Mm-hmm. Like, mm, that really, would be like, yeah, you have all the money, like, to turn this building into a laser tag course, and you just like call in different teams of like idols and actors and comedians. I think that'd be fun. Um, what about you, Marin? I honestly can't think of one. There's so many different Korean variety shows that I just feel like it's already been made, or the concept mm-hmm. has is a a part of the show already. Mm. I like to see more. I really like um, Yoon's Day. Did y'all watch Yoon's Day? Yes. Mm-mm. Which I really this? do like that one. Yoon's Day is like um, it's the Na PD team, so the team that does Journey to the West, the Grandpa Over Flowers, all the travel shows. They have a show called Yoon's Kitchen, but they couldn't do that this year because of COVID, and so they did Yoon's Day, where they invited foreign, um, foreign people in the country to like this traditional hotel for a few days and they like cooked and cleaned oh that sounds good I, it was I fun check that out choi wushik park sojun lee sojin yeah it was it was a great show it's fun i like shows like that too i like to see more of those um the hotel ones are also kind of fun but yeah those were um crazy 2000s variety shows y'all it was a time. It was great for its time. I don't think we're ever going to get it back. <laughs> it's cool to see a lot of the segments, though, from that show still being carried on, though, like Shouting in Silence and Dangerous Invitation, and people still do Tai Energy and well, Frying Pan Game. Ting, 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 ting. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to like learn about like um, a social aspect of Korean culture. So I suggest you find clips for these shows online. If you want a list of recommendations, you know, you always come hit us up on Twitter at commented or TikTok at commented podcast. Um, and you know, if you don't leave us a five-star review, um, I feel like you're going to get sunburnt today. So since you didn't listen to me in the beginning, <laughs> you're not going to listen to me in the end. I'm sorry if you don't want this bad juju. I suggest you leave a five-star review, <laughs> but we love you guys. Thank you for listening until next time. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And I'm Nia. Bye. Bye. Bye.